Welcome, welcome, welcome. This Hangout is live and you are on with Aviola Abrams. We are in Spiritpreneur School and this is going to be a really, really exciting session. So you want to make sure that you have something nearby to take notes, have something cool and exciting to drink because this is going to be a great conversation that we have lined up for you today. So first I'm going to tell you who our sponsors are and then I'm going to introduce our guest and then we are going to get into a delicious conversation. You hear that? You hear my phone's like going off? Everybody wants to be a part of this, so pay attention. <laughs> this episode of Spiritpreneur, Spiritpreneur School is sponsored by the Become the Guru Bootcamp. Become the Guru Bootcamp is a seven-week intensive especially designed to position you as a respected guru in your field. Become the Guru Bootcamp is all about you achieving guru status and raising your profile online, building your client and customer base so that you could be able to take your mission and your message into a movement. Our episode today is sponsored by the Single Wives Club, and it is a one in, like a one in the same, I would say, because we are also hosting the dynamic Coriel Dubose from the Single Wives okay. Club today. Hi there, Coriel. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Let me tell people a bit about your wonderful accomplishments. Well, I'll tell them a part of it, and then you can tell us the rest. So creative, knowledgeable, and dedicated. Coriel is an educator and entrepreneur whose goal is to empower women worldwide. She is absolutely doing that because in addition to founding the Single Wives Club, she's also the host of a weekly talk radio show, Real, R-E-A-L, Single Wives Radio, where they reveal everything about love and more. And Coriel is also the lead brand strategist and creative consultant for Red ReadyToWork.com, a branding boutique that provides business resources and branding tools for entrepreneurs. So Coriel, that's just a piece of what you do. Tell us in your own words, who is Coriel DuBose? So as you mentioned, I have a background in education. Um, I consider myself to be a, a lifelong learner, but also a lifelong teacher. Um, I am an entrepreneur. My mission is to educate, to empower, to inspire um, single women in preparation to becoming wives. And so everything that I do within all of my businesses is to empower and to educate, not just women, but also aspiring entrepreneurs, as you mentioned. Wonderful. Now, I have known you for a while now, and I have to tell you, it's really exciting to see how everything has evolved as you've been doing everything. And so in the beginning, you know, it was very set in, okay, I'm empowering women to be wives. We're going to learn how to get our stuff together, clear up our baggage, learn how to cook, learn how to, you know, just do what we're doing. Like I watched one of your early videos in preparation for this. And I was like, wow, look how far she's come. Like there's been so much more. Tell us about where you started and where you are now. Well, I definitely started the Single Wives Club, not as a, you know, a business idea, but just as a single woman who knew that I wasn't where I wanted to be. I knew that I wasn't prepared to be in a relationship, let alone being a wife. And I wanted to figure out what I could do to kind of fix my mistakes that I've made in the past and take the lessons away so that my next relationship would be stronger. And so that when the right one came along, I would be right as well. And so it was born out of need, out of personal need. Um, and, and together with my girlfriends, we sat down and figured out why were we all going through these same things what were we bringing to the table what could we do to improve ourselves how could we take ownership of what we wanted which was to become happy wives and so we realized that there weren't any resources there weren't any organizations there weren't any classes there was literally nowhere for us to turn to learn you know the skills that we felt like we needed to be happy wives and, and get married and do it that one time and so we realized there's nothing out there for us. We have to create it ourselves. And so that's kind of how the Single Wives Club was born. But in it becoming a, a real live business, um, I've gotten the, the opportunity to do Real Single Wives Radio, which is a blog talk radio show that I do each week. I've had the opportunity to interview um, several happily married wives, which of course is part of my mission to just show women that happily, happily married wives do exist that real love is out there and that marriage does work if you're willing to do the work for 
it. And so that is my mission. That is my goal, just to be um, the face of kind of the new single woman, the woman who doesn't have to set her professional goals aside and her personal life doesn't have to suffer either. You can have it all. You can do it all. You can be it all if you're willing to do the work that it takes to have it all. I'm so glad that you said that, Coriel, because for so long there there's this kind of voice of like people who are like, I don't need a man, I don't need anybody. And we're human, of course you need somebody. It's ridiculous. And so if you go into relationships with this kind of point of view of I don't need you, I don't need anybody, that you're not going to have a positive outcome. So it's really, I think, powerful to say, look, I'm going to clean up my stuff so that I can attract into my, my life somebody who is now at a different level, you know, than just any old, you know, me coming in with a negative point of view. Did you receive any kind of backlash or negative, um, negative views of what you were doing in the beginning? Of course. Um, the, the major thing was always, you know, how could a single woman tell other single women how to become wives? And that has never been my mission. I've never, you know, gone on the record saying I'm an expert or I'm a coach or anything like that. I bring in happily married women to help teach us the things they wish they would have known, you know, before they got married, the things they wish somebody would have told them, the things they had to learn the hard way. And so they are the experts. They are living in it and they are, you know, learning from it every single day and passing on those messages to us, to the single wives. And so I would say that's like my biggest criticism is just, you know, how can a single woman be teaching other single women? But my response to that is you don't have to be married to know that it takes work and it takes preparation to, you know, be successful at marriage. And so it doesn't take a genius to know that we need help. Um, and so I am the single woman standing in front for all of the other single women saying, we know we need to do better. Here are the resources in order to do that. And so we can stop making excuses because all of those excuses, I don't need a man, you know, he's a, all men are, all the stuff that we say are all just excuses when we don't really want to do the work that we need to put in, you know, to, to get the results that we want to see. So I would say that's my biggest criticism. But once you dig a little deeper, once you do your research, once you look into the resources and the programs and the classes and the events that we provide, uh, you really don't have anything negative to say because every single thing that we do comes from a place of love, a place of education and empowerment. Yes. And we all need mentors. We need love mentors. We need mentors in every aspect of our lives. I say this to people all the time that we're going out, you know, and trying to create a lot of us trying to create happy relationships when we've never even seen it. So you're trying to create something that you've never even seen. So why wouldn't you want to be in proximity with others who could be like, here's what I did. Here's what I didn't right. do. Here's what I wish I did. And that sort of thing. So when for you, Coriel, did this move from a passion to a business to a brand? Was it, were you always an entrepreneur from the beginning? I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I started my first business when I was 17 before I went away to college. And so I've always been starting something. I've always been doing something. I've always been trying to come up with creative ways to earn income so that I never had to depend on one. But the Single Wives Club was not one of them. This was actually not, you know, a business idea that I came up with. Um, I kind of realized it was my purpose when I started to find out all of the, you know, the hundreds of thousands of women all around the world who were experiencing the same things, who were finding themselves in you know dysfunctional relationships who were you know suffering from low self-esteem just doing all of these things that is so common but nobody ever talks about it and so I think that when I started to just see the same stories the same faces time after time after time you know the same story with new names that's when I realized that you know there is a need there's definitely this is bigger than me this is bigger than what I you know even set out or intended to do but it's definitely needed Single women are kind of, um, you know, we are like the lost, the lost breed. You know, there's so much out here for single moms. There's stuff out here for, you know, women who have suffered from domestic violence. But in terms of just your average single woman who is, you know, doesn't have anything wrong with her, except that, you know, she wants to do better. She wants to be better. She wants to have better. There's nothing out here for her. And so my thing is, why wait until there's a problem and then try to fix the problem instead of being proactive and providing the resources so that we can avoid the problem down the line. So when I started to have those revelations and those aha moments, that's when I started realizing, okay, this isn't just, you know, the cooking club you thought you were starting, you know, in your living room. This is something much bigger than even me, you know, than even I could imagine. 
So then what was your first step to monetize it? Because so many people, somebody might have a cooking club right now in their living room or people are sewing, they're making jewelry, people are doing their thing. So they may say, well, what's the step for me to, what's, what was your first step to say, okay, I'm going to monetize my baby right now? So the first step to monetizing was hosting public events. I started, like I said, in my living room with just us getting together to do these um, kind of potlucks, except you had to bring a dish and a recipe. So we were teaching one another different recipes. From there, it turned into us doing workshops. One of the girls who was there was a um, holistic. She was studying to be a herbalist, a master herbalist. And so she would do like ionic foot detoxes workshops in my, in my living room. And so it always had an education base. And so when we started getting on social media, that's when it, you know, that's when other people started to become interested. That's when everybody thought it was so cool and they needed to be a part of it. And that is when I started hosting public events. And so that's when I first began generating um, income and it actually turned into a business and not just a hobby, but Ooh. definitely public, public events, workshops, classes, all of that is kind of was the start. Okay, the ionic foot detoxes sound good. I know y'all are coming to New York in the fall. Yes. I, I don't know if that's going to be a part of it, but that sounded amazing. Yes, it is. I'm all. I'm always talking about health and wellness and alternative practices, and you know the the different options that we have, and that was one of them. And so that is all has always been part of my mission is to just share those resources that are out there. They're readily available, but people are just you know brushing past them or not really paying them attention. So that was that was one of my first. Very cool. Because what you have, Coriel, is you have a true lifestyle brand. It's so multifaceted. There are so many aspects of your universe that that's why I was like, I'm not even going to try to explain them all up front. Let's have this woman break it down for us. Yes. Tell us, break down the whole universe. Give us all the arms on the octopus, everything. Well, I, I truly, truly believe that you can't just focus on, you know, communication skills. You can't just focus on relationship readiness in order to be a happy, successful wife. We're not just working to be great in relationships. We're working to be great people, great women, period. And so in order to be, you know, a well-rounded wife, you have to know a little bit about everything. You have to know about health and wellness if you're going to be nurturing and loving and caring for a family and a husband. You have to know about, um, you know, time management organization, planning. You have to know all of those things to be the, the CEO of your home. You have to be well-versed on uh, spirituality. You have to be able to tap into your happy place and to remain cool, calm, collected, and connected when everything you know that can go wrong does go wrong. There are certain skills that you have to know and, and be able to do across the board. So whether we're talking about you know relationships and dating, whether we're talking about sex, whether we're talking about uh, wellness, fitness, health, we like to cover everything A to Z because, like I said, this stuff is out there. This, you know, I'm not teaching anything that has never been discovered or never been talked about, but we are letting it go. We're not, we're not um, investing in ourselves, and we definitely aren't, you know, having the role models around us that are showing us the, the right way to do things. I always like to bring up the fact that home economics is completely inexistent now. If you tell a high schooler right now, you know, what home ec used to be, they're going to look at you like you are completely crazy. They just yes. can't imagine it. And so, you know, when I was in high school, and it was phasing out when I was in high school, but we at least had the opportunity to learn how to sew, to learn how to cook, to carry the little fake baby around and learn about responsibilities. <laughs> now we, we are just thrown into it. We have nobody telling us what to do. We have nobody telling us, you know, how to prevent the all of the crazy things that could be happening. And so we're literally having to teach and train ourselves. And so the Single Wives Club attempts to be you know that connector between the uh the college graduate to the the happy wife we are that that middle ground that helps prepare you even though you think you know everything once you get out of college you don't and that's something we usually learn you know the hard way but if we could be that that connector that teaches you the things that we've had to learn the hard way and and kind of is that bridge for where you are and where you want to be that is what the single wives club um hopes to do Okay, so I want to talk about the different arms of your business. So there's a radio show. Yes. There's a radio broadcast. Yes. There is um, the live events still persist, and those have gotten bigger and better and more yes. multi-dynamic, yes. more multi-layered. Yes. Right? And then there are online courses. Uh-huh. We had a mentoring. Yes. There's mentoring. Mm -hmm. There's a book club. Yes. There are... Am I leaving something? My out? merchandise. That's a big one. There's merchandise, like the yes. shirt that you're wearing. Yes. The merchandise is yes. huge. Yes. So, so are, are those the different income streams? Let me think. I think that's about it. We have membership. We have mentoring. We have merchandise and live events. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about membership because that's one of the things that people are very interested in building around their passions. You know, they could be like, I have a vegan, they own a vegan, you know, cafe and they want to bring it online and turn it into an online community or whatever it is. How did you first, Coriel, start to build your membership that what's great about the Single Wise Club is that it's not only so positive, but it's huge and the colors are poppy and welcoming and your site is Fun. You make it fun that you're talking about positive empowerment, but it's also a really fun movement. How did you how do you get women into it? Like, what's your marketing? How do you make it happen? Well, I think that, it, you know, what works for my brand is that, like you said, it is a lifestyle. And if you can show, you know, this woman who, quote unquote, has it all together, you know, she she's happily married. She has her career going on. She is living the life that, you know, you want to live. If you can show that woman, if you can put a name on her. If you can show how she got to this place, then that is all the marketing that I need. And that's what I really try to do is to show that you can have it all together. You know, my, my organization is not um, we're not religious based. So it, it's all it's all built on love is what I try to say. But I try to show the lifestyle of the single wife. And that's what people buy into, you know, definitely. Definitely um, one of the tips that, that I always mention when people ask about starting organizations or starting community-based um, businesses is that the purpose has to be central for everything. So I know that, you know, this is an organization that is dedicated to preparing single ladies to become happy wives. And so that is the center of everything that I do. I try to create fun, exciting ways to prepare to become wives. And so we're not just, you know, sitting watching webinars we're not just doing you know that stuff we're we're actually um applying it we have hands-on type of lessons we have hands-on type of seminars we are um tuning in to happy wives who are telling us about their day-to-day lives you know stuff that is not just textbook but it's actually you know experience based um and i think that showing you know showing us having fun with one another my dream team is who i'm referring to but showing us having fun working behind the scenes planning the events the process that goes into, you know, the, the planning of the events and, and pulling them off. I think that that is what attracts people to my business as well is kind of our energy and kind of our spirit and our spirit of teamwork that people can see through everything that we do. So I think that definitely um, works in our favor as well. I think it does too, because, you know, I'm a member of a sorority and I feel like you have created a sorority. Basically, it's a really positive, fun sisterhood, like come together and we're going to do this together. Yes. And that is kind of the, that's the feel that it took on, you know, kind of on its own. But I feel like anytime you get a group of women together, it's going to kind of naturally turn into that. And the thing that sets my business apart from any other business is the, the dynamic of the women that we, that we pull, you know, in order for you to say, I'm a single woman, you know, I think I'm all that, but I know I need to do a little work. I know there's something else that I need to do. I know that I need to improve a little bit. You are already kind of a step above the average, you know, woman who thinks that she don't have to do nothing to get everything that she wants. And so that dynamic um, definitely works in our favor in terms of who we attract. And so the events are always positive. They're always fun. They're always feel, you know, you're going to leave feeling good and learning something. And so I definitely think that when you, you know, even if you don't make an event, when you see the, the guests, when you see, you know, the video clip from the last event, you, you can feel that energy. And that energy is what continues to attract people to us. Well, you have a question coming in, Coriel, and I want to I want to tell people if you're watching, you can ask a question by clicking the little blue Q and A box if you're watching this live. So Jennifer Smith Kirk, who I know is also a spiritpreneur, she wants to know Coriel. She says, "What inspires you, Coriel?" I would say at this point, what inspires me is the the love that I get from ladies all around the world who have never met me, but who can feel my energy, who feel my spirit through my blogs through Instagram, through my emails, people who who respond or hit reply and tell me, you don't even know what this just did for me. You don't even know how much I needed this. You are such a blessing to continue to do what you do. And that is what inspires me. Because when I'm feeling down, when I don't feel like doing it, when I don't, you know, know what to do next, one of those messages comes in. Or I remember, you know, such and such who, who pulled me aside and cried to me and told me how she's just so excited to have a positive, place to come to and you know and feel okay about wanting to be in relationships and so that is what inspires me is to continue to add value to women's lives all around the world 
That's beautiful, Coriel. I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your family. Are you from an entrepreneurial family? Were they when you did when you decided to launch your own brand? How did they feel about that? I am not from an entrepreneurial family. I'm from a military family. Uh, everybody in my family, except for me, went away to the military. I'm like the only one who, you know, went the college route and has gone the entrepreneur route. Um, but one thing, one part of my family dynamic, I think that does influence me a whole lot in my business is that people in my family don't get married. And so that is something that I knew that I did not want for myself. And that is a, you know, when my engagement failed, that was my wake up call. Like, I don't want to end up, you know, like what I've seen. I don't want to repeat what I've seen. And I'm not going to let this discourage me from thinking that, you know, I could be happily married. And so in terms of, you know, my family dynamic and what I pull from them for my brand, it's inspiration. And it's the motivation to keep doing what I need to do, not just preaching about it, not just, you know, making money off of it, but actually doing practicing what I'm preaching so that I can live, you know, the life full of love that I'm always talking about. And you're doing that. You're absolutely doing that. You mentioned social media, Coriel. You have a huge social media following. And it is fun to see the camaraderie of your team and the things that you're doing and how you're making it happen. Do you ever, have you ever in the beginning, did you use paid advertising? Or has Facebook advertising ever been a part of getting the word out about your work and your brand? You know, I have to, I would lie, I would be lying if I said I haven't used any paid advertising, but I have never paid a, a substantial amount to where I could even tell you, you know, in an in instance that I did. I have really done Instagram specifically. I've done Instagram the natural way, the, you know, grinding it out every single day. I have a, an Instagram schedule, you know, that, that I stay on. It's like my part-time job. In terms of Facebook, um, it's been a little slower. So I have done, you know, they have like paid per day advertising that I do to kind of build my email list sometimes. Or if I have a program or a project that's coming out, I'll do something like that. But I've been able to find other low cost to no cost you know, ways to, to use social media. And so I definitely say that it's worth investing at least the time to really learn how to, how to make it work, you know, for you, as opposed to you just using it as a consumer. Cause on the business owner, on the entrepreneur side, there are so many other things that you can be doing and, you know, other ways that you can use it so that it benefits you and continues to build your business because social media is just, it's crucial because it's completely free and there is no other way to connect with so many people at the same time, no matter where they are. It's just, it's a, it's an amazing tool for entrepreneurs. So it's definitely worth the time and energy to, to figure it out. Absolutely. And I say, you know, no matter what area of business you're in that you can't afford not to be engaged on social media what would you do differently if you were starting from scratch with all of the knowledge that you know just like you asked the married couples in your business with all the knowledge you have Coriel what would you be doing differently to start all of if you were starting from today I would say I would have um, started recruiting my dream team a little sooner um, I the first probably year and a half in my business, I always compared myself to like that mom that was dropping her kid off at daycare for the first time. And she's like <laughs> pressed up against the window. She can't like pull herself away. That's how I was in my business for a very, very long time. And I know, I know that I know that if I would have had my team sooner, we would be, you know, just way further than we are not to say that we aren't you know we're doing great but I know that I know what they add to my brand and I know the value that they add to me as an entrepreneur and so that would be the one thing um, that I would do differently is just not to try to do every single thing on my own I still have this problem there are still some things that I'm working on delegating but um, definitely I would have wanted to learn that sooner to just uh, reach out to the people you can trust Nurture those relationships with the people who are, you know, the right people and, and let people work for you. Because most of the time, you know, when they come to you, they see the passion. They have, you know, they have an interest, I would say, in what you have going on. And so you just have to have to be able to use those people who are, are meant to be blessings in your business. That is a huge one, Coriel. I know that I have dealt with that. I know that my coaching clients have dealt with that. The ability to delegate and not to think, well, I have to do everything if I want it done right, or if I give it to, you know, it's not going to be perfect, or it's faster for me to do it than to explain it, that, you know, all of that definitely holds you back. 
So what is the current structure of your team? Because that's a skill by itself, I think, you know, for entrepreneurs to know who to bring on and just, you know, the structure, who all makes up the single wives universe right now? So we have, um, there's four of us who I call my dream team. Of course, I have people, you know, so, so many people who are constantly supporting and, you know, assisting. But there are four members of my dream team. And the way that we kind of ended up together, it, it, it had to just be God. And that's how I know that these are the ones that are meant to be here. Um, of course, we're talking about the Single Wives Club. So it's a relationship-based business. I have two wives now. One one just got married uh, maybe three weeks ago. But oh, my yeah. veteran wife, yes, we are celebrating the love. But my veteran wife, um, Lakia, who she's um, the director of my Wives Society mentoring program. So the fact that, you know, I was blessed with this happily married wife who is now the wife coach. That's something that she's developed in her career, you know, in her business since becoming um, a member of the Dream Team. That was just, you know, it couldn't be more perfect to have a happily married wife who is working to mentor single women on her her own you know and now she's a part of our team we also have V, who is now doing our guided meditation she's like our our the spiritpreneur of of the um mm -hmm. of the dream team she is she calls herself the queen of all things domestic she is baking and doing cooking classes and and is that you know that martha stewart of the team i would say and then we have alicia who is an event planner she's a wedding planner so it's like the way that we ended up together it, it was nothing short of you know just the law of attraction definitely brought us together but we all have our own businesses as well which I think is definitely a strength in us coming together because we all are focused on the single wives club but we also have other things that we're doing and so we're able to help invest in one another and help grow each other's brands as well that is a dream team and I love the name wife coach that is awesome that is amazing yeah. and I know V V is incredible as well the whole yeah. team just sounds amazing Thank you. let's talk about the merchandise Coriel because I love <laughs> your merch you have really really cute stuff tell us what the merchandise is and who designs it who's in responsible for the look of it so I am the DIY entrepreneur, the do-it-yourself entrepreneur. I don't just call myself. It's not just, you know, it's not just a cute title. I am doing it all. I am our graphic designer, our t-shirt designer, our model sometimes. You know, I, I'm literally from start to finish, from idea to creation, I have my hand in all of it. And so I didn't just want to, you know, start a t-shirt line. I didn't just want to be another online boutique, every single piece of um, merchandise, every t-shirt, every notebook, everything that I sell has a message behind it. And so um, our tagline is, you know, a stylish way to make a statement. So whether you have a Mob Wives t-shirt, which is all about, you know, men over boys, empowering women to set standards for men instead of settling for boys. We have the Queen Collection, which inspires um, ladies to act like like wrote it like queens. Uh, we have a bunch of cute workbooks that you know empower women to stop wishing and start working. And so every single thing, every product that you'll ever see has either a positive affirmational, you know, affirmation quote on it. It has a a message um, behind it, and you know, it's always from the place of inspiring women to be healthy, wealthy, and happy. And so that is kind of the the mission behind my my merchandise. Now, is there some? Is there a tip that you would have for um, people who are doing merchandise? Because I feel like that is a really, really challenging thing. That you know, information products are one thing because that's digital and there's no inventory or whatever it is. But I remember like back in the 90s, my dad was a self-published author. And back in those days, you know, like he had like the garage full of books. And, you know, is that how it works? Like with the t-shirts and the, the stuff that you have? Or is there such quick turnover that, you know, there isn't? How, did, how does that work? Well, that is typically how it starts. You know, the Single Wives Club is business number seven for me. Number six, I'm sorry. Ready to work is number seven. But I have had, you know, I definitely have inventory from at least three businesses in my mom's garage right now. That's kind of just, you know, you have to you have to get your feet wet. You have to get in the game. And that's usually how it starts out for most people. And so I made all those mistakes um, and had all those growing pains of ordering too much stuff and starting off too big and having, you know, this huge idea of what I thought was going to happen when this stuff goes on sale and what it actually, you know, happened. But I feel like all of those um, experiences were, were lessons learned to add value to the brand that I have today. So now I can, you know, release a new T-shirt and it sells out 
you know, today, as opposed to a couple years ago when I was literally trying to give away products. And so I think that's one of those things that just you have to learn over time. Time teaches you how you need to operate in your business, because I don't think there's any blueprint or, you know, there's no blueprint for success. I can't tell you that what I did is going to work for you. A lot of it boils down to your personality. It boils down to your, you know, work ethic. It boils down to um, your Every, everything about you adds into the success of your brand. And so I had to learn, you know, that you have to start small. And that's one thing that I love to be able to offer with Ready to Work um, is, is that we do like starter packs for entrepreneurs. So if you want to start with 10 notebooks, if you want to start with 12 t-shirts, as opposed to having to do a 50, 100 piece order, nobody wants to order 100 t-shirts and put that type of investment into something that you're just not sure about. And there are no guarantees, especially in sales. Um, and so that is one thing that I definitely like to be able to offer to entrepreneurs because I had that struggle of wanting to start somewhere, but not necessarily wanting to jump out of the gate, you know, with the order of 500 t-shirts. I love the starter packs for entrepreneurs. That is pretty. I love that. That's pretty Thank dope. You. you have a question from a Naisha. Naisha wants to know, she says, I hate selling. How do you sell and get yourself out there if you hate selling? I hate selling too, Naisha. Um, I think the best, the best advice for selling is that you have to learn how to sell without selling. So right now I'm selling hundreds of thousands of queen t-shirts to everybody around the world that is watching, you know, this broadcast and I'm not selling a thing. I am my brand. And I think that is what works best. You know, for me, I have a brand that allows me to be not just the face of the brand, but I am the single wife. I am, you know, out here putting in work, acting like a queen, doing all the stuff that I'm telling people to do. And so that is what sells, you know, my products. I, if you see me at, at any time, at any place, no matter what the environment, I'm probably going to have on something that says queen or something, you know, that came from my shop. And so in terms of selling merchandise and products and things like that, I would say you have to be seen enjoying your own products. You know, if, if you see me, you would think that it's my absolute favorite thing to wear, which it is. It's so comfortable, but I'm doing it with a purpose. I'm doing it with an intention of catching someone's eye. When, when I wear my single wife defined t-shirt, it stops people every single place that I go because the colors pop, you know, it has words on it. So you want to see what it says. And so I think that having something unique to offer, number one, will help you from having to sell, you know, because people are just going to be interested in what you have and then actually enjoying your business, enjoying your product, um, being seen wearing your product and not just you know, not just to your events, but every day, you know, everyday wear. I think that depending on your business, that kind of affects, you know, how you can, you know, have better results with selling. But being your brand, I think is the best advice that I can offer. So whether you're a service provider, a hairstylist, a nail tech, you know, having your nails always done, having the best hairstyles all the time so that people that catches people eye, people's eye. And when they stop you, you can automatically sell yourself without having to sell yourself because you are the source. You provided, you know, this product or you provided this service. And so that for me has been the best way to, to find some success in sales. Well, you live it. Like you said, you are your brand, Coriel. So not only when we see you, like you're always popping, but also just even your website, all of your media properties, you know, are very colorful, very bold. Did you also design your logos and all of that? Is that all you too? So the logo came before I, you know, started bootlegging my, my graphic design <laughs> skills. So I cannot take credit for my logo, but I did do my entire website. Any webs, any of my brand's websites I, I have done, all of our graphics, all of that stuff, I typically do. But again, my brand represents my personality. So if you come into my house, you're going to see pink and blue and orange and green and affirmations everywhere. And Yeah, you know, behind you, I'm looking, I see some of the shapes and the fun things that we see yes. on your site. Yes. And that is that is me hands down. And, and I always say, you know, your brand, you shine through your brand. So your personality always shines through. Some people are a little more calmer, a little more organized, you know, they're just that. And that is kind of what shines through their brand, which there's nothing wrong with that. I love clean neat looks but that's just not me you know if you right. see me, i'm fun i'm busy i'm you know this font mixed with that font i'm not clean neat none of that you know none of that represents me and my personality so i think that's kind of what shines through my brand but again that's how i'm able to be my brand because it's natural i'm not trying to do you know something i'm not trying to be someone i'm literally picking the colors i like picking the fonts i like 
choosing what you know makes me attracted to to a flyer you know what am I going to to be attracted to and then that is what I use to kind of brand my business Awesome. You have another question. Jennifer wants to know, where do you see yourself in five years? She, well, she says in, say, five years time. <laughs> Ooh. Are we talking about, like, husband and kids? Or are we just talking we about... We want to hear that. Yeah, you're that. the single wife. We want to hear all of it. <laughs> yeah, well, I plan on dropping that single and becoming the happy wife um, within five years for sure. Definitely, you know... Baby fever is real, but family fever is is more real. So we are we're waiting on the family thing. But definitely my business, I can't even tell you where I see myself in five years because five years ago, even two years ago, I would not have guessed that I would be where I am today. And so I think that putting my idea of what five years, you know, would be like would just be limiting myself far too much because I have so much faith in myself and so much faith in the work that I'm doing that I feel like I can't even wrap my mind around where I'm going to be five years from now. Like that is, that's where I'm going to be in such an amazing place that I'm going to look back and be like, man, I never would have been able to guess. But I definitely want to continue to do work in the media. I love being able to host my radio show. I love hosting events. I love, um, you know, facilitating panels and, and all that type of stuff. And so interviewing Happily Married Wives is definitely one, you know, one thing that's next on my list. And so wherever these things take me, um, I never would have thought I would have the radio show. I never would have thought I would be, you know, hosting events in different cities around the country. I never set out or intended to do any of this stuff and so I don't want to put a limit on on my success we'll just wait and see I'm excited to see where I'll be in five years um, yes and you're so good at all of those things Coriella you just said you never expected that you would be doing crazy but you know what Abiola to just real quick when I was teaching I was the youngest teacher in the school I was the team leader I was all of this and they would always say you're so naturally good at it you are just and so I'm convinced that whatever you put your mind to, whatever you're passionate about, you are going to be naturally good at it. You know, I don't have any formal training. I haven't done any public speaking stuff, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I am meant to be doing. And so, yes, I am naturally good at it. And there are tons of things that if you set your, if you set your sights on it, you can be naturally good at anything you put your mind to. So thank you for that compliment, Abiola. You're welcome. And I love that you said that, that I'm all about, as you know, self-love and taking our self-love to self-launch. And I mm -hmm. firmly believe that when you find your voice, you live authentically and you answer your calling, that all of the skills and everything that you need really does arrive. And then you become, like you said, naturally good at it. Very true. That's very, very true. I can't tell you how many times I've done an interview. Like, I'll probably go back to this one and think, I didn't even know I knew that. Or how did I even form that <laughs> sentence? And you know, it's like, you know that you know that the voice of God is literally speaking through you because I don't know how I came up with that answer. I don't know where I knew that information from, but I was able to communicate it and I was able to communicate it clearly. And so when you are operating in your purpose, everything just works out. Everything goes smoothly and everything just naturally happens at, at the perfect time. So Coriel, how do you deal with rejection with um feeling when you feel sad when you're having a bad day when you feel stressed how do you deal with those things i say for me personally i just had a, a little nephew that was born and so i keep pictures of him every single you know everywhere i turn it's a little picture uh, of him nearby and that is like what i call my happy button that is yes. the only <laughs> thing right now you know that i can i can look at and it doesn't matter what i'm going through it doesn't matter who just said what to me? It doesn't matter, you know, what has happened. This is what, you know, lightens, lightens the load and brightens up my day. And that's what I encourage other people to do is to find a phrase, a picture, a quote, a something that stirs up that, that goodness inside of you that no matter what is going on, you can always tap back into it. And so whether it's a picture right now or an affirmation or a meditation, you know, there just has to be something that you can kind of tap into that will get you away from all of the stress that could be going on. Yay for the happy button. Here's mine, my little niece. She's gorgeous. She was Yay! my little baby niece. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mine is my screensaver. So you know how many times a day you look down at your phone? Yes. Your screensaver should be something that, you know, is going to brighten up your day or make you happy or at least put a smile on your face. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Coriel, Kimberly wants to know, Kimberly Nicole with WellFit Curves, she says, do you work with PR and branding professionals? What do you mean by that, Kimberly? Clarify. She is a PR and branding professional. So do you mean, does she... Do I have a publicist? Does she take them on as clients or does she have a publicist? So so you go ahead, uh, you answer Coriel while she clarifies. Okay, so I... I do work with I, some of my branding clients are, you know, publicists. I do have a few publicists that that get um, branding, branding, brand brainstorm. I'm sorry, and creative consulting through Ready to Work. But in terms of my brand, me having a publicist, I don't. I have worked with publicists in the past, uh, but I don't currently. I don't currently have one. So if there were five tips that you could give someone, Coriel, who wants to build her brand, she either, you know, has a jewelry or, uh, you know, whatever it is, whatever her thing is, and she wants five expert branding tips. She's looking at you and she's like, wow, I want to build something like that. I want to have a membership where people pay to be a part of my club that I start or whatever. What are your five tips for her? I'm on video. I'm on video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have 10, though. I came prepared. Yay, 10. All right. Yes, Bring them on. So the first would be, of course, you have to have a purpose. Every, In order to be successful, especially with a, you know, a community-based organization, it has to have a solid purpose in mind. Um, you definitely have to be authentic. Like I said, I am my brand. And so it's not fake. It's not phony. I don't have to force it. I don't have to try too hard. Um, and so when you can naturally do things, I think that you can definitely find more success. Um, you have to connect for the cause. There has to be, you know, that has to be your connecting place, your purpose, your cause. Um, you have to engage and entertain. I have an education-based organization, but if I was boring, nobody would be interested. And so I'm always trying to come up with unique, innovative ways to teach, but, and, but still, you know, be entertaining as well. Um, definitely, you have to provide quality versus quantity. Um, I went through the phase of having, I think one year I did like 19 events and it drained me. It, it made me crazy and it caused a little bit of brand confusion. And so now I'm dead set on doing quality and, you know, everything has its own purpose. Everything has its intent versus just doing a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Um, definitely, you have to stick to the script. You have to know what your your business is based on, know your values, your personal values what you believe in and then definitely be able to stick to that you have to stay consistent that I think is the number one you know these aren't in any order but if there was an order that would be number one it's just consistency is everything because you can't get everybody especially with members you know you can't get everybody on board for what you have going on and then leave them behind I cannot miss you know, a book chat this month. I can't, I cannot do it. And so I have, you know, led all these people. I have all these people thinking, you know, that the single wife life is the way to go. And so now it's on me. It's my responsibility to remain consistent. So that's definitely crucial. You also have to always seek improvement. I always say that I'm a lifelong learner, whether it's in my business or personal development, you always have to be willing to go that extra, um, that extra mile, take that initiative to learn whatever you need to learn um, so that you can always improve personally and professionally definitely evaluate what's what works you know polling your people is something that it took me a little while to to figure out but definitely seeing what they want what they've actually been you know what's been useful what has actually been of value what they you know what they thought were successful when you're talking about working with people you don't want to continue to do things you know that aren't working and so definitely stopping and doing um research and, and doing those surveys and seeing what is actually working. And then the last one I would say is to find a platform that fits. Um, social media, Facebook specifically has made it completely just so easy to be able to start, you know, a membership organization or a cause based organization. And so there are definitely tools um, out there for you. And some of them, most of them are free. And so those are just 10 kind of startup tools or tips that I would give to anyone who wants to build their tribe. I love it. When is the book coming, Coriel? Oh That's my God, Michaela. Listen, the law of attraction is so real because I promise you, you're like the third person that I've done an interview with or had a conversation with that's asked me about this book that I haven't even really told anybody about. So I am proud, you know, that enough of my progress to say that it is coming very, very soon before this year is up. I'm turning 30 this year. And so that is my gift to myself is, is, is me finally finishing this book. It's been a long time coming. So be on the lookout. It is definitely coming soon. 
Okay, good. Because you know I had to big sister you about that and be like, where's the book? We need a book. I know. I know. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> so I would love for, you know, this is my personal request, not that I have any personal request over your book, but it would be great if it not only was, you know, that it was, you know, not only you giving all of the great advice that you have professionally, but that we get to see some of the personal single wife interactions. Yes. Yes. And then you may want to, I don't know if it's already taken, but Married Wives Club, when you were talking about the next level of things in your life, I was like, she needs to go and trademark and get the marriedwivesclub.com and all of that for the next phase of building things. Yes. I got, listen, I already own the happywivesclub.com. We just got the transition. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> well, Kimberly was clarifying her question. She she wanted to know if you had a publicist. Um, and then Mimi wants to know, if you don't have a publicist, what's the best way to get the word out and get media about what you're doing? You know, I have to say, even when I, I worked with a publicist one time, and even when I worked with the publicist, the major things that I got, the Essence Magazine, the Tom Joyner Morning Show, the Jet Magazine, none of those things came through my publicist. And so I'm very, 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 I love the spiritpreneur thing because I am just a soul believer in your faith is what creates opportunities for you. My vision board, me and my vision board and you know, me photoshopping myself on the front of an Essence magazine is how I got the Essence magazine opportunity. There was not a pitch sent. There wasn't an email, a phone call. None of that stuff is what is what got me these opportunities. And so I say the best way to do it is to get really, really um, clear on what it is that you want. Specific publications, specific media outlets, because uh, the, the closer you get to figuring out what it is that you want, that's how the opportunities will come up that you'll go to an event and the editor of such and such magazine will happen to be there. Or you'll go, you know, you'll be on this hangout and I happen to mention, you know, the name of the person that you need to contact for what you were looking for. So in my experience, the the closer I got to figuring out what it was that I wanted to get, the opportunities just started to open up for me to be able to, you know, call the people or contact the people or get connected with you know, specific people that would lead me to those places. But I have never honestly had success in sending out a blind pitch. That's never personally worked for me. Um, And I don't have one of those recognizable email addresses, you know, that are definitely going to get pulled out of the stack. And so if you don't have one of those, I say you have to depend on yourself. And the only way, you know, that I've been able to successfully get media or get attention or get features is putting myself out there continuing to create content blogging has you know done really really well for me in terms of showing people what i know nobody cares to write a story on you if nobody knows you know what is of interest about you and so definitely just coming up with creative ways to get the word out about your business creative ways to highlight yourself creative ways to make you the expert in your industry um i think that 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 would be more beneficial than hiring a publicist and you know hoping for the best because nothing is guaranteed I'm so glad you said that because that has been totally my experience, Coriel. I have had agents. I've worked with like the best agents in the country. I have worked with amazing publicists, but literally everything came directly from me through me from like you said, me and my vision board, you know, like literally like just it's amazing. It's the alignment piece, Mm -hmm. you know, that I teach, like I teach working with the, with the law of attraction, as I know. So does the single wives club, the alignment, getting in line, you know, becoming aligned with your purpose and mm-hmm. having everything fall in from there. Yes, exactly. Okay, well you have this is just a shout out from uh Kimberly Nicole. She says when you read were reading your tips, she said, "That's me!" exclamation point. I'm totally <laughs> listening. <laughs> yes. I love it. So Corio, we want a TV show too from you. <laughs> put that I, in I the just universe. put it on my request. Go ahead, put them in the, put that out there. I love it. I love yes. It. You know, I feel like that is kind of the natural, um, the natural progression of how things are going. But I am very, 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 cautious. I love my brand. I'm very cautious. Okay. And I, especially living here in Atlanta, and we know the rep- representation that Atlanta has in terms of reality TV, I am not at all interested in becoming that in order to get you know the spotlight or to get you know on tv and so i'm definitely interested in the opportunity but i'm i'm interested in the right opportunity so that's something that's definitely kind of been in my universe so i appreciate you throwing it back out there again <laughs> um but it definitely has to be the right thing uh because i'm just i'm not willing to sell my soul 
Mark my words. Hold me accountable to that, Abiola. I will absolutely hold you accountable. I'll get on a plane and come out there yes. and yes. interrupt the shooting of whatever. Yes. Like, excuse me, move out. She said she was not doing this. Yes, remind me. <laughs> not today. Go get yes. her because we're yes. out of here. Yes, please. So, Coriel, give us as we get ready to close an affirmation, a mantra, or one mantra, as I like to call it, inspirational word that besides looking at your baby nephew gets you going, keeps you inspired, keeps you feeling good. Okay, so this is, I have one, you know, I said I come from a military family, so I don't have like a touchy-feely kind of affirmation that, that really does it for me. The quote I always like to remind myself of is just, if you're scared to play the game, you're never going to win. And that always kind of empowered that I, I'm, I'm counting myself out if I'm not even really willing to give it a shot. If I'm not willing to make that step, if I'm not willing to make that phone call, if I'm not willing to get up again today and try it all again, I'm, I'm not going to win. It's, it's, it's impossible for me to win the game if I'm scared to play it. And so that is just kind of how I in, empower myself to keep going, that if I ever have any hopes in actually winning and succeeding and doing it, I have to do it. I have to get it done. I have to keep putting at it, keep, you know, putting in work every single day. And so that is kind of what does it for me. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, my last question then would be, as you know, my last book was The Sacred Bombshell Handbook of Self-Love, and you yes. guys are reading it in yes. your book club right now. And my next book is The Sacred Bombshell Business Bible for Spiritpreneurs. And Ooh, so, Coriel... Yes. And so I define a sacred bombshell as a woman who loves, honors, and cherishes herself in mind, body, and spirit. So Ms. Coriel DuBose, what makes you a sacred bombshell and how did you learn to love yourself? What makes me is a, a sacred bombshell is my survivor mentality. I was in a an abusive relationship that could have taken me down. But because I decided to choose myself, because I decided that the unknown future is better than this guaranteed um, destiny, which is what I was signing myself up for, because I was able to make that one decision, I proved to myself that I can make it through anything, that I will survive anything, and that there is absolutely nothing that can stop me. And so what makes me you know the sacred bombshell spiritpreneur is that I believe in myself and I truly truly have faith in my vision I have faith in you know in my work ethic that I am going to do the work that it's going to take to manifest all of the desires of my heart and so that is what makes me a sacred bombshell spiritpreneur Yay! <laughs> that was awesome. It yes, was, thank you. You are welcome. It was so fun hanging with you. And thank I get you. to hang with you again next week digitally on yes. the 30th at your book club as yes, well. Can't wait. <laughs> so, Coriel, tell people where they can find you and how they can be involved in all of the aspects of what you do. Yes. So, I'm glad you mentioned it. The singlewivesclub.com is our website. We are coming to New York um, August 7th through 9th for Working Women Weekend. And then we have Single Wives Weekend here in Atlanta um, this October. So definitely stay connected through the singlewivesclub.com. If you are an entrepreneur, I teach classes every single week. I do brand brainstorming and creative consulting for aspiring entrepreneurs or for just entrepreneurs who kind of want to refresh their brands and start adding some more income streams to their brand. And so you can find out that information at ready to work.com and that's w-e-r-k work work <laughs> well thank you thank you so much coriel and people are sending in thank you yes. saying that they all enjoyed the conversation thank you thank you for having me this was fun this was a lot of fun sis and i will see you soon and for you my sacred bombshells thank you so much for watching and taking your self-love to self-launch and i will see you in the next happening bye bye Yay.